We hear this idea of finding a tribe often. If you spend any amount of time on social media, you're going to hear this phrase from anyone who has even the tiniest bit of success. But what the hell does it even mean? Do I have to sell all my clothes and put on a little loincloth and go and hunt with a spear? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. It's simply finding a group or groups of people that you have a common mission in life with. Welcome to the show. I'm Steve Baumgartner, your host and founder of the Fireforge Leader Podcast. My mission here today and the mission of this podcast is really to serve you through providing knowledge and tools around leadership strategies on three primary battlefronts. Those battlefronts are simply the workplace, out in your community, and most importantly, with your own family. Leaders are not born in a womb. They are forged through heat, pressure, and a whole lot of sweat. The Fireforge Leader Podcast serves the audience through exploring leadership at work, in the community, and with the family, using a practical perspective and real-life experiences from the host, Steve Baumgartner, and his guests in The Forge. Now, it's time to enter The Forge with the Fireforged Leader. Hey, before I get started here today, how about you go out and give this show a rating after you listen today? And while you are there, I certainly would appreciate you leaving a review so that other people know why you listen to the Fireforged Leader Podcast. And last but not least, smash that subscribe button so you don't miss out on a single episode. Alright, let's get into it. We as humans are meant to live in community. Now I'm guessing that half of the men just rolled their eyes. Because they like having this identity of the lone wolf. You know, that person who takes care of everything, holds on to everything, lives by themselves. It's been popularized in movies and in radio and everywhere else but guys and ladies stop and listen listen to that inner self that inner voice for a bit if you listen and you're honest with yourself you're gonna hear that inner self saying that it wants to belong that it wants to be part of something, something bigger than yourself. Studies actually show that people with a stronger sense of group identity are impacted less severely and recover more quickly to adversity. And that adversity comes in multiple ways, and it's been studied multiple ways. 
and I'm going to say it again. People with a stronger sense of group identity are less impacted severely and recover more quickly to this adversity. Beyond that, having a tribe gives us a sense of purpose. Generally, we find ourselves drawn to tribes with the same mission or passion as ourselves. And that's where this purpose comes from. There's many examples of this. Political campaigns, religious groups, sports. There's a ton of different ways. Ton of different examples. And last but not least, there is a sense of support that you can gain from having a tribe, from being in a group. These are people that you can lean on because these people understand you. And this is a very common occurrence among people like veterans, survivors of trauma, addicts who are in recovery. These people all have a common bond and mission in these sorts of groups in these sorts of tribes. But there's a flip side to it as well. And I want you to be very cautious because sometimes the common passion, the common mission is not well-defined or well-known. And that's where we get groups that you see in shows like Cheers where every day the same group of people spend and waste their lives away in front of a bar stool, or on a bar stool, excuse me. So bringing it home a little bit, something that's been quite difficult for Sherry and I, Sherry, my wife, and I to do is to find one tribe As you know, our family's a bit of an anomaly. I'm in my late 40s, and I have a group of children with Sherry that are adults. I have another group of children that are quite young at home, three, five, and seven to be exact. We have two grandkids. We're deep into our faith life. We're both highly driven. And we homeschool. So I believe we check about every box there is as far as being an anomaly. So with this being said, we have gotten to be quite creative. And we have multiple tribes due to this. And that is also fine. For example... We have a jujitsu tribe. This is a group where we, we can share sport and exercise with other parents and our kids and our kids as friends. And there's some older parents out there, which is nice. And some of those actually cross over into the homeschool and faith portions of our lives as well. We have a faith tribe. Sherry has one that she relies on. I have another, and we have a group one. 
But these are people that we keep in constant contact with that help us grow in our faith. Hell, today, for an example, I got a text from a man that knew that I had an an important appointment. And he texted me simply to say that he was going to be intentional and pray for me 15 minutes before this appointment time. I also have people in my tribe with deep understanding of things that I've been through. As you know, there's addiction, there's adoption, there's foster care. There's a lot of things that I've had in my past that a lot of people don't understand. So I have a tribe of people who have gone through addiction and trauma from a variety of different sources. And they're people that I can pick up the phone and call. I also have a group of men that I meet with weekly. Because I'm on a mission of being a good husband, a father, and a leader. And these men are my tribe and they hold me accountable. And they're on the same mission. And the list goes on. We simply cannot be on this rock called earth by ourselves. We can't be that lone wolf. We need other people in our lives that we can march beside, that we can rely on, that when we're weak, they can be strong. When they're weak, we can be strong. We need our tribe. So how do we identify and find our tribe? It wasn't too long ago I was without any sort of tribe. It was less than a decade ago. First, we need to know ourselves and where we're going. Getting back to that cheers example, right? If we don't know where we're going, we're already failing. There's an old saying that states, you are the average of your five closest friends. (laughs) Well, let me tell you right now, if you don't identify where you're going in life, that average is already going down with the friends that you keep. Those are the type that I talked about that sit on the bar stools. They want to talk about Shit. They have nowhere where they're going except for that next beer. You're probably asking right now, well, Steve, I don't have a tribe right now. Where do I find them? Come on. This one should be obvious, people. If you want to grow in your faith, what do you do? And I think I talked about this with Ryan Mickler and a podcast that we did together. If you want to grow in your faith, you go to a church. You go find some groups within that church to go to. If you want to be part of a men's movement, go find a movement that's established and join it. If you want to be part of a fitness group, you go to the dang gym. 
It's not that hard, people. It's really not. Approach the people in those places that you perceive to be one chapter ahead of where you are. All right? They don't need to be Billy Graham, for example, if you're trying to trying to fit in with a faith group. They need to be someone that you can admire, right? They said something that struck a chord. They were engaged. They seemed knowledgeable. Whatever you're looking for. The next thing that I need you to do is get over your damn self. It's not that hard. Go up and talk to one person. Ask them about something you heard in that group, what they said, whatever the case is. Ask them how they did that badass deadlift in the gym or whatever. But make the first move. And I'm going to state that again. You need to make the first move. Nobody owes you anything. If you go into a new group, nobody needs to talk to you. They already have their tribe. You're the one who's on in search of a tribe. And I'll also tell you this. More times than not, they're going to be excited. They're going to be excited that someone noticed that they're one chapter of ahead in something that's obviously important to them. They're going to appreciate it. And quite frankly, if they don't, that's not the person you want in your tribe anyways. And just to wrap it all up, you need to give this practice both time and reps, all right? Now think about this for a second. We don't do one sit-up, we don't do one crunch, we don't want do one push-up, whatever, and expect immediate results. We don't expect that after that one sit-up or crunch that abs are going to pop out on our stomach. We don't expect that. We can't expect that one conversation is going to create a lasting friendship. It takes repetition. It takes time. Relationships take time and reps, just like any other activity in our life. So go out there and fill out your tribe, people. I used to be that lone wolf, as I said before. And to be frank, That's a damn exhausting life. You carry all of that weight on your shoulders every single day. And it's a lot of weight. The weight of being a parent, the weight of work, the weight of being a spouse. It doesn't matter. It's a lot of weight. And I think I told you guys here a while back that I hit a point where I was dealing with some low-grade anxiety and or depression. And I can't tell you how amazing it was to be able to pick up the phone and simply say, Hey, brother, 
I need someone to talk to for a bit. You got some time for me? And the man on the other end of the phone said, of course. What do you need? And with those simple words, there was so much weight lifted off from my shoulders. I'm not going to wrap up today. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to leave you with that thought today. And I want you to think about it. And then I want you to go out, identify, and create your tribe. You have just experienced the heat and pressure of the forge. Remember, words without action are meaningless. Now, after the heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, then put your new tools to use, adding to your leadership. Tune in next week for more lessons from the forge.